I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. Linning at different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed. This is Danny G sitting alongside Rio and Jimmer today, who is showing off the Sir Winston Peach. Uh, shout out to SB Farms. They know how to make some whiskey, and that peach is fire. So delicious. So good. Jimmer's kicking it off with a shot of that peach. Oh, you can't. Oh, so good. That's dangerous. It you should have done I the cannot, other peach, though. I could not. Yeah, no. You should have. Should have. We did. Could not wait for golfing season and Ooh, not remembering uh, yeah. golfing season. Yes. Well, you won't want to remember your score. That's for damn sure. That's the reason why we get there. You you, you get there, you start shooting. And you start drinking. It starts going downhill. You forget the score. It never happened, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Shot a 35 yeah. the whole day. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Things are looking great. <laughs> well, as we get things going today, we've got some uh, news, some different things going on all across the sports world, really. Um, and we've got some inter- interesting conversations. We're going to talk about uh, overtime rules. We've got Rio's randoms. So uh, let's kick her off, Jim, or give us some news and notes, brother. All right. For us home base fans, uh, the Vikings have officially selected their new GM, and that is Kwese Adafo Mensa the Browns' vice president of football operations. Um, he signed with the Vikings on a four-year, $12 million deal. 12 mil. Now, this is also in light of he was one of the two finalists anyway. The other finalist was Ryan Poles, who finalized his deal with the Bears to become their next GM. So kind of process of elimination is with this one. Now, what you may not know about this guy versus Poles, for instance, Poles was a uh, was a – player scout and worked his way up so kind of like an old school mentality right seeing some, seeing the players seeing now oh, this is what i can see coming down the line Mensah is more of a numbers guy so i don't you know probably how like him because you said he comes from the browns right and i thought he did a, a good job trying to acquire and put talent on the browns roster except for quarterback right but right. they, they yeah, thought yep. they had the guy you know yeah. with the number one pick but otherwise bringing in people and odell beckham and, and whatnot um, yeah Jarvis Landry. So he was trying. Yeah. It just never for it's the Browns, you know. Yeah. Things don't mesh well. So a good hire. Yeah, I agree. I like it. Uh, Moneyball, right? Yeah. Like uh, he actually, so he started in Wall Street. He's a numbers guy, super analytical, super, you know, uh, what fits, what doesn't, what's going to give, you know, us our best chance of success, that type of thing. It's unique in the NFL still, even though a lot of people kind of try to follow those analytics, but I like it. Um, I think the thing I like the most is I didn't want to get Dan Quinn, and I think Quinn was a polls guy. Yeah. So that pretty much takes him off our list, yeah. and I like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, man. The the only thing I, – I, I, like I like the thought. I like the pro, – I, I think I like the guy. I believe I do. We'll see how it goes. I was still shocked. I, even to this day, I'm still shocked that Spielman isn't there. So I thought Spielman did a pretty damn good job. And uh, he was pretty damn good about piling up picks. But either way, 
I like this guy. The one thing I was shocked by is that we were holding all of those head coaching um, interviews without having a GM at that point. So now that GM is playing catch up, it's almost like you're whittling it down before he gets there, and then you get to choose from what we pick. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. In a way. Yeah. And I'm with you on the Dan Quinn part, by the way. Yeah. I'm very clearly – I'm with you on that one. I don't think that – I saw enough with the Falcons. Yep. So that was enough for me. I don't need to – you had – there was nothing that special. And the more that it was brought to my attention, and I didn't think about it like that, I really didn't, is you will not have – on a consistent basis, you should not be counting on a corner having 11 interceptions. That's what also makes your defense look better than what it may have actually been. Now you attacked, yeah, you got you had a great uh, rookie. Um, he'll be the rookie defensive player of the year. He was in the serious conversation there for quite a while for the defensive player of the year. But at the end of the day, I was, it isn't you, they played up? They absolutely did. I just don't. I saw enough with him in the Falcons. I don't. I didn't need any of that in my life. So if that's if that's the case, and it's um, I hope he get he's your head coach. <laughs> I don't want either one of your guys. I think they're both overhyped. I really do. Yeah. Like, I would be okay. I think Dan Quinn would be, will be just fine. Kellen Moore, I don't think, is ready yet. I don't think so. But Kellen Moore, like we've said many times, I would be – actually, I want to be – is if, like, Kirk Frentz retired and they wanted to start over with a whole new regime and they brought in Kellen Moore, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about that. No, that wouldn't bug you, would it, Danny? I mean, then it would get some younger, um, high, maybe more high-profile offensive pieces that would be excited to – Oh yeah, working that right. So I'd be okay with that, but I really don't believe he's also he was also part of the fall in certain aspects of the season too. Like when they would misfire and shit too. Let's not just Big time. throw it out. Yeah. He made that play call. That wasn't Mike McCarthy that made that play call to run. I wouldn't have ran. The first thing I thought of is like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like that that I mean, yes, mathematically it could have been done if he would have if he would have came up what like a. Was it maybe three yards shorter and like slid before that? There would have been like an extra second or two. They've broken it down, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, um. Jake Paul buys Endeavor stock, which is the UFC parent company, to boost his effort to increase fighter pay and provide health care. I think this is kind of funny. I'm sorry. Like I got a chuckle out of this because we talked about the we talked about the back and forth on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dana White, I'm like, you're a billionaire. What are, what are you doing? Like you shouldn't be chiming in on this. You should be above this, right? Yeah. I find this extremely funny. Be it like technically, he's kind of your boss too. Yeah, I mean, all stock, well, all stockholders have. I mean, a, yes, the bigger ones, the more you would have, the more of a boss you'd be. But yeah. ultimately, yeah, I'm kind of your boss, right? Yeah, Jake's got to keep this feud going because that's what's keeping him alive right now. You know, so yeah, Dana's not wrong in the, some of the stuff he was saying. That isn't what I'm saying, but like it's a like a it should be below you to. Oh, agreed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's all publicity. You know, it's, it's it reaching out for that money. And, you know, maybe finally Triller's kind of going, hey, we don't got the money to fork out anymore. And he's like, I've got to branch out, you know, somewhere else. And so you go after UFC who has that kind of money. Yeah. And, you know, he's he, getting that kind of money. He needs to find himself a legit like, sir, if you want to do this, if we're talking like real, not just the comical side, you need to start finding some real boxers that you're going to tag up and actually start selling pay-per-views because. 
anyone that's buying it is buying it pure out of spite only. They're buying it because they just want to see you lose because you're mouth. Well, after so long, people just got get tired of even doing that, right? If you want to consider yourself legit, then actually start taking on legit boxers, right? In my opinion, at least. Yeah, or get somebody that's uh, more famous, you know? Like, because uh, Woodley, I think that got old, you know? Yeah. And he's yeah. out of the spotlight. That's not going to make you a bunch of money. You well, got to find somebody yeah, he, like that. He was fighting guys Connor that were sure ex-UFC fighters. There's a reason they're not on the roster and re-signed. Right. Um, so, obviously, the talent, if you get somebody, and, of course, Dana White has to improve it, but if you get somebody that's actually signed to the UFC to fight box or whatever, then that's a different story. You know, yeah. they're obviously good enough to still be on the roster and fighting. Yep. Boom. Uh, Bucks offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich is a finalist for the Jaguars head coaching job. But I also seen, I think that was today, was either today or yes, uh, last evening. I work third shift, so they all blend together. But I also seen they're not really that close to choosing either. It's weird. Yeah, real weird. Do you think there's not very many coaches flying off? Right. right that's so is, is there that much uncertainty of the pool that's out there? Maybe they're waiting for one of these other guys on the, the, champ, the you know, that are still in the playoffs roster. You know, I don't know. It is weird, though. Because yeah, you too think long. you'd, okay, we commit right away to somebody and get rolling towards the draft right away as soon as possible. Right. They haven't yet. Especially when you already have the GM like they do. Like, our excuse is that we didn't have a GM yet. Right. right? The Bears' excuse, they didn't have a GM at that point. So this one's like, you literally have the pick of the pool here. Unless yeah. you're literally waiting for one guy, like you said, waiting for a guy that is still in the playoffs. Yep. I think there's plenty of good candidates out there, and I'm actually getting I'm getting anxious that the Vikings haven't really pounced on a guy yet. Now, I, like I said, they needed a GM. I wish they would have picked the GM a little bit quicker is what I'm getting at and started getting on that head coaching one. But <laughs> uh, the new Miami Hurricanes head coach, Mario Cristobal, has gotten rid of the Manny Diaz turnover chain. New culture coming in, man. New culture. I guess. I'm. I don't know if I like that though. I did like it. I. I liked I thought it. it was, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Players would. Ball I got. Out, get him a little more hyped up on the sideline, and. But I guess if it maybe turns into wins, maybe he's just saying you know it's not a big deal when we get a turnover. That's just what we should do. Could be. I don't know. Well, he I'd, didn't win a national championship, so are they not allowed to celebrate? Because that's what they should have been doing. They mm-hmm. should have. Te- they should have uh, fell off last year. They should have. They should have made the. Uh, college football playoff. Football playoff. That would have saved, saved some whiskey for one person. All Let's right. be real. You when that playoff came out for the first time last year, you were bullshitting your pants. You're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Oregon is there." You didn't have any faith. They almost. They were almost there. They man. were not almost there. They, they, were, they, they were got spanked the by. List. They got spanked by Utah. Twice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Twice. On that. Twice. We watched one. From a Dave and Buster's. We both look up. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? <laughs> that was the first one. Yeah. And absolutely getting demolished. Killed. Yep. Uh, Chris Mack is officially out as Louisville's head coach. The school announced Wednesday. The team is 11-9, but only 6-8 and eight since his return from a six-game unpaid suspension. Evidently, there's a little bit of a toxic, toxic environment with him whenever he's in the building. So. Yeah. He said he's not bitter. 
Yeah, maybe like, he knows he did something wrong. Or this is a this is a culture in which they believe in winning, and that's what they should be, and they expect wins. And I didn't do that, so classy, he's saying all the right things. Classy way to you know he that is yeah. for him wanting another job opportunity yeah. somewhere yeah. else. Exactly, yeah. not trying to make it look like an ugly divorce and yep. all that. Uh, let's see, we got. I already mentioned it. The Bears. Uh, I wrote our finalizing. I think they did finalize a deal to hire Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel Ryan Poles as their next GM, which I liked Ryan Poles also. Yeah, I did too. So either one of those two, if those were our two finalists, I was huge on that. Mm-hmm. You're making the two right decisions is what my thought process was. But yep. big deal for the Bears? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, what's holding that roster back, you know, they had – Allen, and that's it for a wide receiver, really. Uh, Darnell Mooney, but that was a young draft pick. Uh, but as for bringing talent in, you know, most of the stuff were their young draft picks, right? Tariq Cohen, um, David Montgomery. So Darnell Mooney kind of turned into himself into a little bit of a stud there. He was, yeah. but at the same time, we were also looking, how do you not get your best guy the ball? Ever. Ever. Right. Yeah. Ever. And they that, would never scheme no, his and guy. That, and that is literally a head coaching thing. So hopefully this guy picks the right head coach. Yep. And that's what it will come down to, you know, yep. um, getting somebody that meshes well and knows what you need to do with the ball. And it's sold on Justin Fields. Yep. Because you don't want to restart a, that one already, do you? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's why it doesn't have to be a kind of quarterback-focused head coach, like somebody that's kind of the quarterback whisperer, <clears throat> something like that. I, I don't know. I got one for you. Well, I was going to say, before you go into that, okay. I was going to say uh, it makes me happy because Dan Quinn is a polls guy. So if they bring in Dan Quinn, I'll feel a lot better because I, like, okay I don't think that. they'll do much. Yeah, No, I feel all right with that. Yeah, I, well, I don't I don't think you necessarily need quarterback whispers these days the way they pass so much in college. The RPOs are – I mean, you see them everywhere on teams that don't even have a quarterback you know, I, threat. I, I agree with you, but I, th- but I think it truly does help a quarterback like – Justin Fields, who isn't he? So he, basically, he a young quarterback. He, well, yeah, but no, I'm just yeah, but I'm saying like he's not refined in the aspect of uh, when I watched him play last year. He's not refined in NFL play. Yeah, right. Trevor Lawrence was a little more refined in NFL play. He may not need a quarterback whisperer. He just needs an offensive line and some and some talent around him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what my look is like when I'm looking at it. Patrick Mahomes didn't need. A quarterback whisperer. Now the offensive scheme is awesome for him, right? That yeah, that does benefit. But there's certain players it seems like they do a little bit better if you kind of grow them and mature them as they go. Especially um, baptism by fire, so to speak, with being thrown out in the field. You don't get to just sit for a year. So I think it's best for a guy like him to get a guy. And my pick, if they're smart, at least for a transition period, is Jim Caldwell. Wonder if he'd go back to that division, to the I, Bears of all teams. I think only thirty-two, only thirty-two jobs in the NFL. You take any one of them, right? Oh uh, yeah, if you want a job, yeah. If you I want a job, you'd almost take unless you unless you have a pretty good shot at hitting, hitting a college coach one, and you're like, uh, I'm not going to the Jets or Giants. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you know. It is really weird that he's not listed as like a top pick for any of these teams. Like you know, this guy can win. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't get what you're what you're looking well, for. And it's proven. You're well, not having to guess. The, the guy can be average consistently. He, w- he went nine and seven with a bad Detroit team. Right. Back to back years. He can be average consistently. Could he have done that with a better team other than the Detroit Lions? Like, could produce more wins. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was believe, on his coaching I believe staff, he could but... have, and I would love to see that as my point. Uh-huh. And I think the Bears have a better roster than what the Lions had outside of quarterback growth. We need to find out. I mean, Stafford Stafford covered up a lot of areas. That's what a yeah. that's what a great quarterback does. He cover up, covers up a lot of um, low-end areas on your team, shades yeah. them over. So I'm just saying I would love to see that. Either that or – I was gonna say probably Doug Peterson. This, I'm th- this is me not hating on the Bears. This is me being like truthful. Him or Doug Peterson, but Doug Peterson also kind of shaded away from two of his quarterbacks too. Yeah. You know he he shaded Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz obviously has shown that he needs a lot of love. Yes, he and needs coddling. the pillows. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then your rookie, you sat at the end when you guys had a shot to win a game, the final game of the season, and Jalen Hurts to go with Nate Shitty Sudfield. So that's still gonna rain over your head. I wouldn't it wouldn't hurt my feelings to get Doug Peterson. I don't know where you're on on that one. Yeah, I like Dougie B. I like I like Dougie. So I think that those two those two should be the, one of their top two picks if you want to stabilize that franchise. Yeah. Uh Oklahoma State wrestling star A.J. Ferrari and cross-country runner Isaiah Rodriguez were injured in a car crash. Ferrari, the NCAA champion, the 197-pound weight class, was transported by Chopper to a hospital in OKC where he was listed in fair condition. Rodriguez is a multi-NCAA All-American cross-country and was transported by Chopper to a hospital in Stillwater. Um, and was listed in fair condition with internal arm, leg, and head injuries. Ferrari attempted to pass three vehicles while cresting a hill when he hit an oncoming vehicle, then left the roadway to the left, overturned several times before stopping in a ditch. Damn. The driver of the other vehicle was not injured, thankfully, and the cause uh, was listed as passing in a no-passing zone. Yeah, if y'all saw the car, man, it... You don't know how anybody survived that thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the passenger, Isai, uh, whatever his name was. Uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. He actually crawled out on his own. Um, kind of weird, though. Oklahoma State um, passing coordinator was, I believe, on the scene and ended up pulling A.J. Ferrari out of the car. Just happened to be passing yeah, by. passing by. Ended up pulling him out. Uh, if you don't know who A.J. Ferrari is, uh wrestler wrestled in... Uh, high school in Texas, New Jersey a little bit. Um, went to Oklahoma State, won a title at 197 as a freshman. Um, Damn. Yeah, so a grown man weight class. And, you know, hopefully you can get back on the mat soon. There's nothing real significant. You know, there's some internal bleeding and bruising and stuff like that, but no major life-threatening. It didn't seem like injuries, luckily. Yeah. A little fluid in his body and stuff like that, but... um Sounds like he'll be okay, but yeah, if you see the picture of the car, man, you, you just go, what the heck? Like, how did anyone make it out of that one? Yeah, it's, I wonder if I can find it real quick. Uh, oh, yeah, it looks horrible. Uh, the Suns will create a confidential internal employee hotline in light of the Robert Sarver investigation. Here's that car. Jesus can see its guts man that's wow oh yeah oh that looks like one of those like indie cars that goes over and there's like nothing left yeah after it rolls Ooh. yeah man, i'm glad they got out damn for sure this is so <laughs> we got we've gotten emails at our place of employment 
that say it's confidential or <laughs> anonymous, but it has your name on it when it's sent to you, it has your name returning, and it has your company logo on it. And you also have to type in all the other information. You don't have to type in your name. That's where it makes it anonymous. So, do you believe that this is a confidential hotline? Because it's created by the Suns. <clears throat> the Suns have created this. Yeah, um, I think it's confidential depending on what the complaint is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just be like... You know, maybe it's like stuff you can kind of get ready for. That's what I take it for. Like before you gotta possibly do court or anything like that. Yep. Yep. Little heads up. The MLB is open to pre-arbitration bonus pool for eligible players as labor talks continue. MLB is offering ten million in the pool while the players want one hundred and five million. So there's a vast difference there. Or ninety-five million. <laughs> there is a vast difference. Um. The money would be distributed to the top 30 pre-arbitration players based on war and awards, such as MVP and Cy Young. MLB also offered to increase the starting minimum salary for first-year players from 600000 to 615000 But the players want a bump to 775000 Yeah, we talked about this the other day. They're not even close on these no. deals, man. The conversation is being had, so I guess that's a positive. On this one, like I tend, I tend to go with the, I tend to go with the players. I, I think you've already already know that. I kind of lean towards the players more than the, um, but I I understand they need each other. So I do believe the MLB is a little low on that fifteen thousand. I mean, we just got they're talking about taking the pay increase up at our up at our work to compete with some of these other ones that. Percentage-wise, it'd probably be higher than that fifteen thousand, right? I mean, six hundred thousand to six hundred fifteen. You'd think a little bit higher than that, right? Right. I'm not saying like seven seventy-five. That isn't what I'm saying. I mean, that's still a huge gap. I, I guess my thought would have been like, oh, we'll take it up fifty grand. Yeah. Because it's also the wonderful cost of living that we are in right now, too. Yeah. No kidding. So, inflation but, might hit that number itself. So. <laughs> right. You know, I'm not I'm not against that that player is 775. You know, I I think if you if you made it to that level because we talk about how long it takes baseball, to get how long too. it takes to get so why not be rewarded with something where you read about these guys who are on it, MLB rosters and having to work a job you know on the off season just to make it, yep. You know, just because the the salary is so low, it's like yes, absolutely. Let's that's not, you're not even at a million either. Yeah. Either that or you need to go take the take significantly take up how much you're paying minor leaguers in. Yeah. Or go that way. Well, it's gotta Absolutely. be one or the other, right? Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Like actually you just convinced me. Seven seventy five is not much for you for how much work you had to put in to get to that moment. It isn't mm -hmm. basketball. Right. And because we talk about it, these guys are trapped by these teams for six years and that's six MLB years. So you can stay in the minor leagues for however, but until you put uh, actual six years of MLB service in, so you could stay with the, uh, a minor league team for six years until and you're get 30, called up, and you're then be there for another six before you hit free agency. Right. That you could stay with this team for twelve you, years. You might you, hit free you might not get called up to you like twenty five years old, and you're there until you're thirty one. So yeah. literally in the middle of your prime. Yeah. When you could have gotten another payday at least in between there, mm -hmm. and gotten some more money that way to take care of yourself and beyond. Yeah. Right? They, the whole they and you know that's one and they should push definitely and I think I heard they were trying to is the that years of service 
kind of crap and how long they have a control of the player. Yeah. I absolutely think they should change that. Maybe so. maybe that's part of it then, right? So maybe th- there's give and take. So maybe they're lowballing at that 615 because they're willing to cut off a few years of that six, right? So I so think say you go maybe. 615 in three years or something like that, four years, whatever. I don't know if they would go down to three, but four years. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's better negotiation going on at that point. I don't know, but I think I think I read a little bit about that. They were thinking about, or that they were. They're not against trimming how many years they have control of. Because the uh, there's obviously they would have an issue with it somewhere unless it benefits them somewhere. So there's got to be something where they, if they're able to let them go, that means maybe I I can't remember. But they they're on the fence about a few things. But you could tell that there are a difference apart still in quite a few. How many games do we miss? We miss. I'm well, gonna throw mine out. Forty games. We miss forty games at least. I want to s- sixty. I was the, I was about to say the exact same. I think I think it'll be a hundred game season. I I think uh, we'll go in. You'll get close to that forty number. Especially with the whole COVID crap still going on, you know, and they want to shut down stadiums. They're going to be like, we've already been shut down. We've seen the year we opened up. Now you're trying to do it again. Let's get things rolling. At least I get the players in the ballpark. Yeah. I'm with you. And actually, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down to like 10 to 20 games, like inside that ballpark. Maybe none at all, but they just they cut everything down like tremendously mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. You had no revenue for the most part during COVID except for baseball TV contracts. Right. Man, your logic makes sense, but. They're not close, man. They're not, but they've this got is, a ways to go. They do have a ways to go, and I agree. But that's what I worry about. I think at the end of the day, this is this is MLB trying to like say, yeah, we have so, so much blah 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 power, you know. And I think they had to. They and then when a push comes to shove, they can't eat another year like that. COVID, they can't. They can, financially, they can't. Not as owners, they can't do that. Like, uh, no, we get down to this. Here's what we're gonna do. Like, this yeah. is what it's gonna be. But you battle it right. out right now. Uh, but yeah. I could see the 60, though. Like, if they really are that dead arm strong on this, I could see. I think they play at least 100 games is what I'm is what my thought process is. Yep. Okay. But I think when it comes down to it, I think it's going to be ultimately, they'll be like, all right, we need to get going. Let's, right. let's finish this gap. Let's get at least close enough to where we think that the players will agree to it. Like, even if – because what's the general thought process? If you – if if I say seven hundred thousand, you want seven hundred fifty thousand. The general consensus is uh, we'll go to seven twenty-five, and we should be able to be happy with that, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of where you're trying to maybe at that point MLB will be like, we'll go to seven hundred thirty, just and that's where we're going. That's all the higher we're going. You make it that clear, and then we're done. As soon as any revenue, it would have to be something like that. Yeah, yep. yep. they'd have to just cross that themselves. But I think they need it. I think they may need it, except for the uh, lower players. I think they need it more than the players. The players yeah. still got paid during that that low fifty game season, mm-hmm. but there was no one in the stands to for the MLB to make money off of, right? So I think they got to feel something, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, big news! Saints coach Sean Payton is stepping away after sixteen years with the franchise. He did stress multiple times that retirement was not the correct word. Payton doesn't plan to coach another team in two thousand twenty two. Adding, that's not where my heart is right now. There's three years left on his current contract, so even if he wanted to, he'd have to be a part of a trade package. Yeah. Regardless. Um, 
Peyton didn't rule out a return to coaching in the future and that he is interested in pursuing a TV analyst job. Smart move. Um, <clears throat> you think about, like, how much crazy shit. I hate shit. the Saints so much. Yeah, you know how much crazy shit <laughs> he's been through with that team over the last, like, five years? Yeah. Just think about all that, man. He yep. needs a break. Yeah. And right now, he's not going to pull one of those good quarterbacks. Well, 10 years. You know? Bounty gate. All that stuff that even, they went through, even too. Even that. But I'm yeah. thinking back, like, from the year of the Minneapolis Miracle, then losing on that non-pass interference call, then losing to the Vikings in overtime, then all the shit that's happening now this season, it's just been nuts. Yeah. So he, feeling he like you're there, Feeling like you're there and maybe you're looking at Winston and you're like, dude, you're not Drew Brees. There's no chance. <laughs> Our best shot of winning a Super Bowl. Right. You don't know Drew if Brees. Michael Thomas even wants to play there anymore. Yeah, yeah. there's big issues there. And they are, by the way, salary cap hell. Yeah. Seventy-four million over the cap. Yep. Seventy-four million, and that's with losing Breeze, and uh, and sh- yeah, yeah, and losing Bre- That's losing Breeze's contract off there too. Seventy-four million dollars totally, or did he still have a couple of years? They had to. No, you don't pay. You don't money. pay. You know, you still pay dead money on retired. On retired, as if they retired before. Uh, I don't. Yeah. The contract ends. Yet. He, yeah. No, he was a year by year. He was year by year. Was he? Okay. Yes. The last part of his uh, few years, he was going year by year on okay. it. The thing I thought interesting was the timing because his movie comes out in a couple of days on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if he's about to get his aid, and then he's like, all right, I can afford to take a break for a while. Right, right. and he uh, pursues one of those. Um, oh, because he'll make, he'll make hell of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're any one of these head coaching positions that are open and one that isn't open but is catching a lot of heat, that Cowboys. It, and Jerry mm-hmm. loves him. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry would love him. Would you pay what you needed to to get that man as a head coach? I would hope so. Yeah. You well, you obviously you have to, you have to buy play. out Mike McCarthy. You gotta send a trade package of some some, some kind. sort. Yeah. So there, there's three years left on his contract, but I feel like after the next season he can go. So I don't think that three years is like a hard three years. I think there's something in there where he can okay. end up somewhere okay. else. Because ta- I was listening to something earlier, and they were talking about after next season, maybe he could make a decision. And so it is. They, they did talk a lot about the Cowboys, so it's like maybe they make a decision if McCarthy shits a bet again. Him in Minnesota? Bring him in. Oh, what? McCarthy? You want McCarthy? No. No. Sean Payton, he can't go to Minnesota. Why? Because everybody hates him. They wouldn't if he starts winning with them, and they yeah. have Deshaun Watson. That's true. And they get Watson? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> now we're just daydreaming over here. Hold on. Me. Well, <laughs> you they're paying out tons of there. money to that Cameron Jordan. Michael Thomas, who you don't even know. Uh, <coughs> Cameron Jordan's going to have 23 mil on the cap. Nope. Michael Thomas, 24 mil on the cap. 24 mil for a guy that isn't playing. Yeah, that is not playing. At least Cam Jordan's worth that money. That yeah. man is the heart and soul of that defense, and he mans up, right? M- Marshawn Lattimore at 27 million. <laughs> That's that's a tough for a corner. <laughs> that's a lot of money. And it's really those guys that are wrapping that up. You you are paying their tackle, uh the Ryan Rasmick Ram Ramsick. Yep. Yeah, um twenty three mil, but you know, you're gonna pay that for a top tier lineman. <coughs> yeah. I don't know if that Michael Thomas you're looking real close. You need to find something with him. That's how you get rid of that oh, so you can get out of the contract. You gotta. You first. You sure. guys start digging. Private investigators. You find something. You find something for me. Well, we need to get out of this. Here's the thing. You, Marshawn Adam Lattimore. If you cut pre June one, 
Uh, 40 million dead money. You cut it off. Marshawn. Oh, I'm not talking about Marshawn. I know. I'm just saying yeah. that's a. But that's I a didn't realize that's a lot of. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, yeah. whoever comes they up are. in there has uh, has some yes. work ahead of them because they're not rolling with all these same players. So this no. is not gonna. <coughs> this team, maybe he sees that. Oh, because he's gonna lose. Because he's gonna be like, I'm not gonna have anywhere near the roster. Even if he believes they had a shot this year with James Winston, James Winston had he stayed healthy, right? Because mm-hmm. that was a different team, right? Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Even if they felt like they really had a legit shot, that team is not going to be intact like that next year, and that you're not no. going to have anything near the town because you're top. When do they have to pay Kamara? Have they paid him yet? Yes, they no. did. They paid him yeah. right about the same I time. Didn't, I didn't look, but yeah. Well, it, they paid him a little more than Cook. So what I could foresee with him is if he does decide to come back in a couple of years, whatever the time frame is, it's going to be the perfect spot. So he's going to go in where we have a shot to win the Super Bowl, right? I'm the one that's going to get us over the hump. I yeah, he's going to be a Bru- doing a Bruce Arians kind of deal. However, I was say John Gruden. However, he's they own him for three more years, so it's got to be a trade package. They do legit own him. They for three own years. him for three years. So it would be after three years, okay. Well, he's got to – now that he's stepped away, he's got to participate for those three years. It's not after three years and it runs out. You've got to give them three years of your time still. Yeah. So basically, it's just a pause button. Yeah. So if he yeah. wants to you leave. Don't, you're not, you don't get to pause and not do anything for three years and be out. Yeah. You, the three years timer starts when you come back. Yeah. So either way, it's still a buyout thing. Yeah, it's either it's a buyout, buyout trade, trade or something. Buyout some trade. Yep. Okay. Which, which if you're the same, which, you don't which, do. Well, well, why wouldn't you? If someone doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, if he, he doesn't makes a coach clear, against you. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't matter. You get assets for someone that isn't helping you. If right you now. get the trade, yeah, you would have. Well, if have it's to. a buyout, yeah. then no, I want to. I want to buy him out. No, it'd be a trade. I, I, obviously, I'm not going to pay you because I don't yeah. have to pay you if you're not coaching. Right. What I'm saying is a trade. Absolutely, any mm-hmm. bit of asset for oh, nothing. Yeah. Yep. And you put it in the agreement. You're paying his salary. Yep. You're paying his salary, and I want this. Yep. You know, kind of something like that. Whether it's a. Fifth round pick, sixth round pick. We'll give you like Mike McCarthy and Michael Gallup. Let's go. Hey, we'll send you Michael Thomas with him. <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, well, that's a sweet. Oh, name. we hit it on the cap for that. <laughs> all that matters is this movie. That's all I'm worried about. I want to see this. There you go. <laughs> Two days, folks. January 28th. Netflix. <laughs> for the first time in the 116 year history of Auburn men's basketball, the program has achieved its first ever number one ranking. Then almost shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. In the AP top 25 poll that was released Monday. And then defended it barely against the lowly Missouri Tigers mm-hmm. by beating them like 55 to 54. Yeah. Good for them. That's awesome. But it's been a crazy basketball, men's basketball season. I mean, there's been a lot of Rona yeah, stuff. I mean, teams in and out of the t- that number one spot. Uh, it's been crazy. Uh, it's going to be a good. March Madness, I think. I think so. You know, Especially even, even for my own team, I think we we're up to four at one point. We dropped a couple, then we beat a team we weren't supposed to, and it's just, I mean, Gonzaga was up there at one, and they got beat. It's, it's been crazy, good, good, crazy. Yeah, the last five years in uh, college basketball, <clears throat> the playing field has become more and more level, and now with all the COVID stuff, it evens it out even more. So anybody can beat anybody. I, I was actually impressed they beat Missouri. I didn't think they were going to pull that out. That's kind of that's kind of a trap game after you number one. You oh, know. yeah. Yeah, yeah they yep. should whoop these guys. They pulled it out, though, so now they can right. breathe and play. Because so. I, I heard someone saying on there that 
that isn't we didn't play like a number one team. I'm like, well, you did because even number one teams have an off night. You got to find a and way. And you to win. found a way to win. That's what makes you number one, right? Yep. It might. It doesn't have to be the most impressive, sexiest win ever. It just needs to be a W at the end of the day. Yep. You're not going to remember at the end of the season the game that you almost lost but didn't lose. You sound like me when I was talking about the Cowboys beating the Vikings. Mm, no, backup, that don't count. Backup quarter. No, it's, <laughs> I don't recall. It's good. Like, think about the Chiefs right now. That's a perfect example. They oh, look yeah. like shit, yes, but they earlier. were winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here they are. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example. They were eking them by. They were ugly. Yep, and I'm like, ugly. at the end of the day, we can sit there and bust up on them all we want. But And we did. Right. There. And we did. We did plenty of it. But, <laughs> it, but we also agreed. I'm like, but they are still winning. They yeah. have that potential. Yep. Yep. Uh, speaking of which. Speaking do we want to go that way? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that game before we finish up the rest of the news? Uh, the Buffalo game? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's touch on this because we, we were done recording when even more mayhem came across. Okay. I'm sure you've seen by now that the Chiefs obviously came back and beat the Bills in overtime. Let's talk about how they got there. First thing I was yelling at. Chris yelled for a different reason. I yelled at another reason. There was 13 seconds, 14 seconds, 13 seconds, 14. Yeah. 13 seconds, baby. 13 seconds left to march the field from the 25 to field goal range. Now, field goal range for the average bear, like my cutoff line, doesn't matter. You can go either which way, but cutoff line, you have to be within at least 50 yards. The Like a 50-yard field goal is... If you're kicking anything outside of that, anything else can get crazy, whatever, this, that, and the other, right? So it ended up being a 49-yarder. Yep. What ensued? I do believe it went what? Out route? It's a screen pass to tire. Uh, screen pass that went up for like 12, 15 yards, yep. 15 yards, I think, somewhere in that ballpark. Yep. Timeout. And they had three timeouts starting the try. Mm-hmm. The next play. Yep. It's the dumbest play I've ever seen dumbest. in my life. Dumbest. And From a defender. I, and I don't want to hear a single Buffalo Bill fan bitch about this loss in any way, shape, or form. Do not want to hear it. Unless you're purely going to go after your head coach and defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Either one or both. Whoever made the call. It doesn't matter. You complained right out of the gate about a four-man rush. That didn't bug me as much, but I get it. I, I do. The first thing... I said the first thing I noticed. Playing they had the them playing the fucking sideline with yep. nobody playing man up on these guys. Right. The Chiefs had two timeouts left. They didn't need to go to the outside boundary. They You left them wide open to do that. Yep. You had nobody on right. Travis Kelsey manning up. Three timeouts. You don't play the boundary. Here's it. So here's a great, great, great opinion I heard. And this is, this was the most like, Jesus, duh. Why the hell did I think of it? And it comes back to your four-man rush. I don't have a problem with it, like I alluded to, four-man or or anything less. This guy said, he's like, why in the hell did they rush anybody at all? They should have sent 11 back in defense. What's Patrick Mahomes going to do? Run, Run the ball? Right. Run that many he times. He can't hold the ball that long either. He's going to have to throw it out of bounds or get rid- and discard it, right? Right. To even go on to another play. Why wouldn't you drop 11 back in defense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pass against this, bro. Exactly. 
put a bunch of corners and linebackers out there. That's why I said the first thing as soon as they rush four, I said, why are you rushing four? Rush two, have your ends drop back, covering the flats. Um, you don't want anything short. The quarterback runs it out, yeah. rolls out, you know, trying to buy some time, and then drop everyone into coverage. Why rush four? I don't have – like I said, I don't have a problem with that. Yep. I'm just – and I'm okay with the four, even if they went that route. I, the biggest fault they had wasn't yep. the rush. Yeah, no, it was The biggest play. fault they was the si- was the sideline, nobody manning Coverage, up on defense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They have 13 seconds, people. You could have – you all you have up, up, up inside the five yards, you have body contact you could do. You double team the two main ones, of course. Mm-hmm. And you body them for the first five yards. Well, I, I get I get why you wouldn't, Tyreek. No, he burned by he he burned by you, but right. you have someone over the top for him or two people yeah. over the top. I don't care what you do in that yeah. aspect. But yeah, you definitely got to double him. But body up, Kelsey. Why not get hands on him at the line of scrimmage? Right, absolutely. Slow that down Nobody right away. Touched him. Nobody, Nobody just him. straight up, straight up, straight into up the, open, the gut. Oh, yep, yep, straight up in Nobody. the open field. So I don't want to hear this Grim Reaper talk or whatever that that. Uh, the coach said to Mahomes before he walked out there, even when it looks grim, there needs to be a grim reaper. No, that you were handed a victory, my friend. Kudos to you guys. You did what you needed to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take away because it was a shootout. It was an awesome game, right? One of yeah. the best games in a long time. We were shocked. Yeah. We were sitting here doing, trying to record, and every time we turn around, it's like a mass play both ways. Touchdown. This, that, and the other, right? The Bills gave you that. Bills gave you yeah. that. The Bills defense or defensive coordinator gave you that. The the football IQ was not there that you did not need to guard the sideline. You should have manned up and had uh, some guys uh, like obviously just in coverage. You have 13 seconds you need to defend. This dude is not running. He shouldn't be running. Mahomes, that is. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get a chunk of yards. You right. need to get in field goal range. Yeah. You gave it to him. Right. Yeah. They got 20, 20 yards in back-to-back plays, basically. And then there was an opportunity, and I think I called it out of the gate. They kicked the extra point, right, the Bills? Yeah. What did I say they should have done? Yeah, that they've been doing all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for the two. I mean, even if they would have gotten those Boy, yards to kick the game winner, they would have needed more than that. They would 13 seconds to get a touchdown, brother, if you would have got a two-point conversion. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. Don't get me wrong. But if you were ultimately going to give that up to get it into field goal range to give up the tie anyways at home, why wouldn't he at least go for it? You've been doing it all year. Bills have been doing that all year, going for some weird-ass twos, going for it on weird fourth downs. Go for it on two. Put it in Josh Allen's hands. Yeah, Josh Allen's stats are pretty crazy in the playoffs. He has almost as many <clears throat> touchdowns as he does in completions in the playoffs to this point. This man, he did everything he could, right? Yeah. Uh, we can beat up the end of the game and all that stuff a lot because you, you're totally right. Like, the coverage was dog shit. Like, there's no reason for that. I think um, one of the big things that surprised me and disappointed me was Stefan Diggs in that game. Yeah. You're telling me, so you're the guy at the last year when this happened, you were the lone player out there watching, and you said it's because you didn't want to feel that again, and you wanted to see what it was like, right, at the end of that game. And so that was a big part of me. I'm like, fuck yeah, all right, dude, we got a little something here, let's go. Yep. And then you don't even come, you don't even show up. Three catches, seven yards, and a two-point conversion. That is your game stat line. Mm-hmm. Right. And tackled a fan on the field. I did see that. That was a good yeah. tackle, by the way. Yeah. But I just super disappointed there. Like, and what? and who is their shutdown corner? That was that would be his good excuse exactly. for the Kansas City Chiefs. Exactly, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. the most disappointing. You had Gabriel Davis who balled out, and that's gonna be that is gonna be a footnote that many people aren't gonna remember. 
Over 200 yards and four touchdown receptions. Yes. Balled out. And I'd have to look some more at that. I agree with the Stefan. I think he should have balled out. But maybe they're just taking him away simply. I don't know. Sometimes you still figure it out. I don't know. You still figure out your guy. You don't have it. Right, but a guy doesn't go for four touchdowns without getting open looks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying. If you've seen some of the touchdowns. I'm not trying to deter from that. I'm just saying you're telling me there wasn't. Right. I do think seven yards and three catches is lackluster, but. To, you know, they have, have to look they, at a little they more. They have plenty of receivers on their team. Why would Kansas City focus just on one? I don't see that happening. I haven't watched that close of the game tape, mm-hmm. but they have plenty right, of receivers. They have Emmanuel Sanders. They have uh, Gabriel Davis, who has been doing this all year, too, by the way. This isn't just something on spur out of the moment. He hasn't been doing four touchdowns, 200 yards, but he has that in him, too. And then he had uh, – I can't remember if Cole Beasley was in this game or not, but either way. And then you had Dawson Knox. And Singletary out of the backfield. You had other weapons. So there's no way they targeted just one guy. There's no way, right? And if it did, you almost lost it because of that. Because <laughs> you let them put up that many ridiculous points also. Yeah. That was not a very good game plan. Regardless, oh, yeah. that's not the defense that should be shutting you down, no. Stefan. Right. Like, no. And Ty, uh, yeah. it wasn't, it was Tyron out there for this game? Mm, I, I think he and Matthew missed the game. Yeah. So <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Uh, good game though, awesome game. All time instant classic. One of our lead guys told me he had an opportunity to go down, did not hit, and he was gonna go down with his daughter. And his daughter has not let him hear the end of it since. Like we watched, they basically had a shot at watching instant classic. Yeah, yeah. So and they, I tell you what, the, those two teams might have instant classics for the next five years. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, if they're able to keep their teams intact, yeah. absolutely. And that's gonna be one hell of a rivalry. Thank you, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, for giving it to us for so many years. But you were able to finally hand it off to yeah. – we're going to see something great. And we're going to see great AFC quarterback play for the next 10-plus yeah, years anyway. And, between Mahomes and Josh Allen, man, it's going to be – Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe rivalry. Burrow, Justin Herbert. Yep. Yeah. You know, we're going to see nothing but that down the road here anyway. But those two right there, is, if those two met – I hate – talking about the Chiefs because of the guys that we work with. Mm-hmm. But, God, if we could watch that game all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I see an awesome meme. It's like, all right, we're canceling the NFL playoffs on the best AFC side. Best, best of seven. Best of seven. Between these two teams. Fuck yeah. No, man. I'd be about it. All right, so we're going to touch a little bit on what some are considering a controversy, and that'd be the OT. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll go what, into that. What do you What do you got, Danny? You did take time out of your day yesterday. Make sure you message us and make sure that we were at least thinking about this because you wanted to talk about it too. Yeah, this is a big deal. I yeah. think when uh, you're listening to anybody talk about that game, there's tons of people that are pissed off, right? Usually Bills fans, and I get it. It's for like it's a shitty way to end the game when both teams didn't even get the ball. Okay, so nobody's saying like here's what should happen, right? And so I wanted to talk about that a little bit. And I don't, I don't know if you guys had a chance to think about it. But yeah. over the past few years, there have been some pretty kind of unique ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Ravens came up with that idea a few years back. They proposed um, basically in overtime instead of a coin flip, you decide where the ball is going to be in the field. And so the home team, the away team gets to decide who gets the ball then. Otherwise, all the rules remain the same. Which, all right. That's interesting, right, um, and things like that. But I, w- I wanted to kind of pick your brain and see, like, wh- what should they do? Because I, regardless of the outcome, if the Chiefs won, I'd still be like, man, I want to see something different, you know? Right. Um, oh, yeah. What do you guys think? So I was thinking about this, and, and I like going the way of the college. You know, everybody gets the ball, 
And after a certain amount of times going, you got to go for two, right? I think though, you put it on twenty-five, right? The kick, like a kick return or a, um, a, the kickoff, right? Goes in the end zone. Put it on the twenty-five. If they drive down, get a touchdown, you get a chance to match it. Okay, so it goes on your twenty-five, and you go down, you get a touchdown. Now we flip. Now we can add, you know, okay, you, the second one. If you get a touchdown, you have to go for two. We can go that route too, but at least everybody gets that shot, right? Doesn't matter. That's why I went away from if you just go get in the field goal range and kick it, you know, and you win the game. That's why we gave the other team the ball. Yeah. But in a shootout like this, your defense, both defenses were gassed. Yeah. So give both offenses the ball, no matter what, give them a chance to match that at least. Okay. So boom, if you score a touchdown, you get a chance. You go score a touchdown. Second team, you if you go score a touchdown, now you put it in the end zone, you got to go for two. If you don't get it, they drive down. You know, put it in and go for two, and they get it, they win the game. Yeah. Okay. I like that, the college style. What about you, Jim? Of course, the college that goes on the, the 25 of your opponent. So, I mean, shorter field. Obviously, they got to go the whole length. Yeah. Start at, like, the old school, like the 20 or something, or uh, what? Yeah, like a, on a touchback. On the, yeah, yeah. So, touchback, yardage 25, 25 start there. Okay. Nothing. It's perfect. Beautiful. The yeah. rules are the rules. And they've already adjusted this once. You know what the rules are. You both play by the same set of rules. Play some defense on that then. That's yeah. all you have to do. You have to hold them to a field goal to get the ball back to have a shot. So did you save. like it the last time, what it was before they changed it? No, the, having the opportunity, like at least if our defense shows up to limit them to a field goal, mm -hmm. then yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to at least get a field goal and then whatever happens, happens. <coughs> I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying, like it is what it is. You knew what it was. They both knew what it was. What it was when they went into it. You know what? How, you know how you prevent that? Because most of it right now, the reason why it's a hot topic is because the Bills and you want to see Josh Allen touch the ball again. Great, Josh Allen wouldn't have needed to touch the ball again if the Bills played defense the correct way. The right. game would have been over. Right. Well, right. it wasn't right. just this year. I mean, last year. No, no, right? absolutely. Jeez. And, and right. I'm, I'm saying the reason why it's a conversation right now again. Yeah. And I understand no. that. Yeah. So my point is. Not regardless of why anybody's talking about the rule, it's stupid. Yeah. Their overtime is yeah. dumb as fuck, right? Oh, so yeah. what would you do to make it better? Um, nothing. No, I <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. I did like, like that. I did like that. Just you could you could just leave, and that's what the rule was. So I say you just give them each a possession, and if that first team goes down and they kick a or they get a touchdown, and they decide to go for. And they decide to go for uh, an extra point, and they get it. Next team does get the ball. They come down. If they score a touchdown, they have to go for two. This game ends right now, either whether you make it or you don't make it. And you're done. Okay. <coughs> I Now, okay. I like I, I agree and disagree with the college one. Like, putting it from the 30 and doing this, that, and the other, and making two. It's either that or if we're going to make it that comical, because that kind of is. I mean, those are fun to watch, but they're at, like, the 35-yard line. You're at a field goal range. You're right at field goal range already because you can kick field goals, too, at that. If we're going to do that, just line up the kickers and whoever makes the most out of 50 from the 50-yard line in general, just do a kickoff, as in, you know what I'm saying, like literally what they do in soccer and hockey and shoot-offs. Now, I would watch that. Exactly. Put some pressure on the kickers. You actually – that's. Okay, so that's you know what? Let's switch it around. Let's punt it. Whoever so, can get closest to the so goal line. So my two that I want to get upset by is the one I said before, the original, because mm -hmm. technically they both get to touch the ball. 
the the other team that comes back down, you need to go for two. You don't have an option because this game ends whether you make it or you miss it. Yeah. Or we do a kickoff, and it's 50 yarders. Yeah. Not anything more. You're doing it from distance too, from accuracy. It doesn't matter. 50 yards is 50 yards. That's a lot. And if it if it's out of 10, you just do a kickoff back and forth until one misses. I okay. <clears throat> So I'm going to combine your ideas, essentially. Okay? So okay. I, li- I like where you're going. Because there's also got to be like a dramatic piece to this, right? So we want it to be reasonable, but we want there to be a little drama. And people finish watching the game because it's not going to end in a tie, blah, blah, blah. So when I thought through this, I'm like, okay, in overtime, this is what's going to decide the game. I want to see every aspect of football. I want to see the offense, the defense, and special teams. And this will also make teams maybe – actually try to get better kickers and stuff like that too. But my thought is, okay, if something happens like that, Chiefs come down, score. Okay. Bills now come down and score. There's a kickoff. It's like, okay, you guys tied. Now what we're going to do is we're going to put it at something like 50 yards. Each kicker is going to have a shot. If you make it, we're going to back it up until one of the kickers misses. And then that's the game. So then you have a chance to display the entire aspect of football in overtime. And ultimately the winner gets decided mm-hmm. right there. Um, I think that's, I don't know. I, I think if when you combine everything together, including the drama at the end, yeah. that's where I'm at. See, I'm, see, I'd be okay with something like that because the reason why is that you could sit there because someone's like, well, just play the full eight minutes or the full 15 minutes of the overtime or whatever, you know. I'm like, you can still end up in a tie. Yeah, and You can still do that. Make it to where it can't end up in a tie. It literally is this is it right now. And a kickoff would end up eventually doing that because there's no way that they're going to go 100 for 150 yarders. No. No way that's happening, right? Right. Yeah. They're going to get tired, which will also bring up the physical part too. I think it should go through the – I think the regular season should be just like kickoffs like that too, honestly. Like shorten this shit up. Because they're worried about player safety too. Ties, right? Yeah, ties should not be a thing. Yeah. No. This is professional goddamn sports. I think we agree. Ties should not be a thing. That should not be a thing. That's what they say. That's – one of my favorite lines from Bad News Bears, the new version, is he's like, you know, we tied today, gentlemen. I know that's like kissing your sister. But the way we've been playing, that's like kissing a really hot stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> but, but regardless, is ties should not be involved. In, definitely no. not in professional sports. No. Yep. I don't even think it should be allowed in college sports outside. And not unless you're like down youth shit. Honestly, high school, maybe I would even allow it, but I don't think it should be allowed college and up. That's where I am. Uh, I know that's where you are. Uh, You want to do, before I break it up a little bit here, before I get into the finishing news, want to do some of your real randoms? You can knock out your news, and we'll finish up with that. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see what we got. Red Sox slugger David Ortiz is the lone inductee into the Baseball Hall of Fame. As Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens miss out again. And now I believe they can only be voted in by um, what senior it? panels or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called exactly, but that's the only way in now they can no longer be up into the vote. Yep. It's fucking bullshit, right? Bullshit. It is. Barry no, Bonds changed not the even, game. Not even that. Just that Ortiz yeah. wiggled his way in. He did. But yeah. these guys who have the same... Thing, the same asterisks on their careers. His was never proven, though, Danny. What do you? Whatever do you mean? Man, I know he, he was part of positive. He, he was what? part yeah, exactly, but then they try to come out and say they didn't know, and the the next te- they were the, the test results are skewed or 
whatever false positive, and they came out and did another test. He never tested positive again. Yeah. And then he was in that whatever that report that you remember that. that yeah, the big uh, name God, drop. The name yeah. drop one. He was named in that, but never questioned. And right. I'm with you. I'm with you on it about the whole thing. Yeah. He's a more favorable guy. These guys are media darlings. David yeah. Ortiz was. I found out something a little interesting while I was dropping my daughter off at school or uh, off at dance. I found out that David Ortiz, he runs a um, a charity down in whatever, port, wherever country he's from, Puerto Rico, Cuba, whatever the hell he's from. Um, he runs one down there uh, for charity baseball for kids. He invited and would fly in baseball writers. Of course. Mm-hmm. So he's been planning, and he's been doing this for a long time. He's been planning this for the better part of 10, 15 years. Like, you're a media darling. You're a, yeah. you know, there's plenty of guys that deserve to be in. Every time this comes around, every time. I'm not saying David Ortiz doesn't deserve it. It's just like, if you're going to do it, then. Yep. But every time this comes around, I still take it, I still take it as a mockery and a joke that you don't have the all-time hits leader in the Hall of Fame. Right. Pete Rose, there's no – I don't care about the rest of them. Like, I do yep. care. I think Barry Bond should be. I, we've been on the record about this. Put an asterisk saying they were in this steroid era. Don't give a shit. Don't care how you classify, but they deserve to be Hall of Famers. Yep. Yep. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. That is hands down one of the most competitive dudes. Bat, over 4,000 hits, ladies and gentlemen. So Still he, had to swing the bat. Who gives a shit if he was betting on what this well, and that? He still had yeah. to swing the any bat bet, to any, get those any hits. Bet as a, a bet as a manager. <clears throat> yeah. any bet and he did on it th- on, his, on his own team. Yeah. He was like he was sh- point shaving. He wasn't right. He wasn't losing games on purpose. Right. right. <laughs> He's that competitive. He was betting on his team. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should be able to do it, but the government is allowed to buy stock, though, and have insider trading. They're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But my point is, is as long as that man isn't in, I don't take it that serious anymore anyways. Uh-huh. I don't care if you thought that was shameful to baseball, the MLB and this, that, and the other, because technically it's a baseball Hall of Fame, not the MLB Hall of Fame. Um, <clears throat> is Hank Aaron in the Hall of Fame? Hank Aaron is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. So in his own book, and I heard this, by the way, on uh, PTI today when I was listening to it, in his own book that he wrote, he talked about how he did amphetamines before the games. So... He's saying it, so what are we going to do, take him out? Right. No, he's one of the fucking greatest players ever, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a it's game. Been, shit's been happening forever. If you can find an edge to make yourself better, you're you're going to do it. Until yeah. you get caught, I, then you're going to find another I way to do it. I agree a thousand percent. How in the hell do we know, from just because 99.999% of the people can't do it and can't function that way, how do we know alcohol didn't help Babe Ruth? Yeah. How do you know that it didn't take the pain away and let him free swing comfortably? How do you know? You don't know that. It's yeah. still, it may not be, it's a harder argument. I understand that. But 99.9% of people might not be able to do it. Does not mean it doesn't work differently for him. Yeah. Who was the? That's still, to me, that is a performance enhancer. And technically, by my definition of performance enhancer, technically you shouldn't be weightlifting then. Yeah. You shouldn't get laser eye surgery. No, you know. especially laser eye surgery. Yeah, yeah. you can see the ball better. Who but but the... weight but weightlifting is performance enhancing. I'm not saying that I disagree with doing any of that, but you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, you're always working at something. What the fuck are we doing? Get these old ass writers out of there. 
I'll make all the votes. We'll put them in the right way right now. <laughs> what? Uh, God damn it, Rio. You probably know this. The pitcher that p- he pitched a perfect game, but he was on LSD when he did it. Do you know what Ooh, I'm talking about? I do not know. Ah, uh, fuck. I'll type Google, it. Google this. He's, he talks about it, or he did. can't remember if he's alive. He did talk about it at least. Uh, but he was legit on LSD when he pitched. No hitter, or perfect game. I want to say it was a perfect game, though. Regardless. Pitched on acid. I didn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> Doc Ellis? Okay. Yeah, that's uh, why I was like, I don't know the name. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Either. So, were a few of these latter-day myths compared with the unthinkable feat that a, that played out on a misty night in San Diego five decades ago this month when a 25-year-old right-handed starter for the Pittsburgh Pirates named Doc Ellis threw a no-hitter while tripping on LSD. <laughs> How crazy is that? That is crazy. I'm high as a Georgia pine, he says. <laughs> yeah, who knows if that helped, right? Maybe we don't, we, zone in. We, like, don't, we don't know, don't and that's know. the point. Yeah. So what's the difference between that and people putting pain medications and shit j- injected into their body? They, like, they decided to do something that probably wasn't good for their body because I'm going to tell you, pain injections are not good for your body either. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So what's that any difference than you wanting to pump muscle into yours and it's not healthy either? Yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear, I think everybody should have the ability to do it right. But the biggest thing that I feel bad for, so some of these guys are getting screwed out of the Hall of Fame, but I think about, like, the players that could have made it up, but because somebody was juicing, they took their spot, and so these guys are stuck because they're doing it the right way, Mm -hmm. right, while somebody else is doing it. Like, that's the only – kind of no. negative i think right? everybody's been doing steroids and there's so the playing field was even i really it I, was just I think a high majority yeah uh, definitely even the it's low, like it's the like lower level it's ball a, players it's like danny the first thing too. we thought about like you were probably going to have a cap when you did your competitive weightlifting right you're you're a powerful man very strong man but you're gonna have a cap why do you have that cap danny because you weren't going to do steroids correct right how many of those boys were oh in powerlifting, like two or three probably is all. Two or three. Yeah, not, <laughs> not a big deal. Not, not a big deal. deal my point, my point is because you're you. not willing to do that, which is fine. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was their choice to throw their body at risk Fair. and do that. That's a good point. I don't think that's any different. If yeah. you wanted to, if you wanted to compete on that level, go ahead and inject it in your ass, son. I'll, Me and him will put the needle in. Actually, <laughs> I'll have him do it because he'll have to shoot it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the snow, dickbag. <laughs> But yeah, that's what that's what I'm getting at. When I went to those competitions, God, Danny was impressive. He was. You look around though, and it's like, dude, Danny, you're not injecting, bro. These all these guys, are. <laughs> all these guys, right? They got something else. Growing he knows what it. he knows what I'm talking about, and it, yeah, it isn't different. right, it isn't fair, but it is what it is. You yeah. know what? If it's not fair, go ahead and do it because they're not doing anything about it. Right. right. You know, right. and I think a high majority of players actually were doing it. It just. Yeah. When you're in the minor league level, you're not getting checked. They Obviously, they don't pay you enough to do any of your housing or anything anyway, so they're sure <laughs> still not worried about what you're injecting. <laughs> All right. You know, so yeah. I think a lot of people were doing it. I really do. And it's no different. Clemens had to face men that were on steroids. What's the difference? You yeah. know, and yeah. baseball pitchers in both ways, you know. Yeah, foreign stub- substances were <laughs> out there. I mean, yeah, playing field was plenty even. It's to find the edge, and they've always it's, been, it's always been that way. You have your little knack whenever you play any sport. That you think is a competitive edge for yourself. Oh yeah, it could be a it could be a goddamn sweatband. Right. I That's mean, a good there, there I was plenty of sign stealing. So, I, uh, yeah, everybody was doing. I stuff. think his half. I think his dad running him over with a lawnmower, taking off half his foot, is a competitive advantage. 
When yeah. someone's trying to wrestle you, they can't. And they're trying to grab you by the foot. They don't right. have a full fucking foot yeah, to grab. A heel hook, right? Right. Just, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, when I was doing when I was doing jujitsu, they're like, "I'm trying to heel hook you." I'm like, "Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> no heel." No, uh, it's just hypocritical that Ortiz yeah. is in. Long story short, I, I right? get. Right. I'm with you on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou will have to undergo knee surgery before he is able to train or compete again. He suffered a torn MCL and a damaged ACL during sparring sessions in the buildup to the fight. Yeah, we talked about that, and I think uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but uh, this gives Serial him- Gains coach told him not to kick that knee because he didn't buy the rumors that he actually had injured it. Oh no, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would have been booting the shit out of it. But regardless, this actually comes in perfect timing for him he said he wasn't going to he wasn't going to fight under the current contract mm-hmm. this gives him that leeway without any legal right right yep technically just because some people get over it in four to six months doesn't mean that yep. your body don't take longer it's gonna take a year year and a half see i think it was his last fight on this contract too so they can strip him and be like see ya no, they he right? technically there's a um there's always a No, technically with him oh, if you're the, the champ, champ you got to fight. You get one more. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But I do I do have to say with Ngannou, I th- there's got to be some legitimate bad beef with Dana and him because they didn't do anything to promote the fight. No. It was almost like they're fucking him on purpose, right? To be yep. like you said you wanted more money, but look at this pay-per-view. It yeah, sucks, I, I, right? I, I like, agree with you because I don't remember seeing that it was happening until literally that, like, the day of or the or a couple days before it finally was popping up on ESPN's main page. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't seeing it anywhere. I wasn't seeing it any on our Facebook, Twitter, or any of that stuff. And usually we're, it has all that stuff up there. Yep. I wasn't seeing it. Yeah. Not unless you're going to MMA sites, but that isn't, no offense, that isn't how you promote when you're trying to promote when you're big boys. You're yep. trying to get the average fan or whatever to buy that too. So I'm with so I'm with you. I did see uh Serial Gain has uh his coach has some guys flying in from Dagestan to help him with his wrestling for the next like six months. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, well, if there's a place, man, that's that's, that's where, where you, you want to bring him from. Yeah. Yep. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers hints decision on future, likely by franchise tag deadline out of respect for Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw we, come we, out. Uh, we, we've said that they're they're kind of tied together. They are. There's no. So I walked in on part of your conversation, but and maybe I heard you wrong. But if they franchise tag him, there's he's he's probably not going anywhere. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers would have to. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, if he wants to play with him, would have to play another year there with him before they move on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how many years the franchise tag goes. I think that's a little ridiculous too. Well, that, how long did Kurt? They've yeah, tagged him three or four three years, years, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that third year is crazy numbers. Yeah, it's a huge punishment, like a huge uh, tax or whatever it is, and it keeps elevating tremendously after the first, and tremend and like goes up a ridiculous amount, like after the third one, and they may do it two years with him, but then by that time, I don't know. But we all know that those his decision is kind of tied to a Devontae too. Yeah. Uh, Charles Olivier to defend title versus Justin Gaethje at UFC 274 in May, Dana White says. So that come out. I think it'll be a great fight. Um, you know, he showed with Poirier that he can stand and strike with him. Now, power-wise, 
Gagey all the way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but at least he's shown that he can stand and strike with strikers. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be an awesome fight. I think so, too. Uh, that was the first time I truly got to watch when we watched that Olivier fight. Because Poirier. Poirier seems like a very, very patient fighter. I don't know if J- Justin Gaethje is that patient. So I'm not making my pick yet or anything by that stretch, but mm-hmm. I, it's going to be a good fight regardless. I so and I seen the we got to see the last time Justin got up in there and just yeah. And I think that fight shit out of that fight he was very patient. So I think he can be. I think he can be, but it's like it's almost like he only has like a fight or two, and then he kind of goes ADHD. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting gotcha, at. Yeah. Can he be patient? Absolutely, That's can be. Nasty. <laughs> Jesus, clean that mic up, man. <laughs> oh. the, the that was goddamn also, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> the fight's also basically a home fight for the champ. Yeah. Yep. So the crowd's going to be behind him. So we'll see. Gaethje's one of those guys you always have to tune in. He's so fun to watch. Yes. So he just so much power. He can he can be falling over, almost knocked out, knock somebody out. Yeah. It's so. crazy. He, yeah, he looks like he's even like way more cross-eyed like in the middle of the fight, and yeah. then all of a sudden, dink. He, yeah. he, he, it's almost like he fights better when he's dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. That being said, like you guys have alluded to many times, though, is he doesn't even go to his strength. If he wanted to wrap up these victories a hell of a lot, possibly, possibly a hell of a lot cleaner, go to your wrestling game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sure. next fight's going to be tough for that. Right. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specialist mm-hmm. definitely probably stay away. I mean, most of it, but try to. You probably but, but feel more comfortable on your feet uh, on this fight in with this him. one, absolutely. But he has the skill set to get himself out of that yeah. jam too, mm-hmm. right? It'd be a good fight, regardless. Yeah. Uh, Raiders cornerback Nate Hobbs guilty of Vegas traffic charge, but not the DUI. His blood alcohol level was .07 compared to the state law of .08. He was passed out. He wasn't driving. He was uh, passed out on the side of like a an offshoot off the interstate in his vehicle. But yeah, that, that whole positive. deal was horrible <laughs> just because of you know what happened with the Raiders organization and rugs and stuff like yeah. that. And so another young it was like pl- shortly after, right? Yeah. Exactly. So another young player doing the same. Thing most you know mostly that DUI kind of deal and obviously he's going to avoid it but still drinking and getting behind the wheel and mm-hmm. it's not a good thing not at all when you hear these stories it's like if I could have somebody just drive me around all the time that's a hundred percent what I would do yeah why, why don't Where money isn't an option yeah like, like it's not a problem your team owners unless you're ashamed of your drinking habits your team owners and everyone up in the executives have said, here's the numbers. If you want to have fun for the after ride, we will come get you. Someone will come get you at any time. Right. Yeah. A lot of these players have said that they've said that the, the, the teams take care of that aspect. Now, whether you're embarrassed or worried about what the team is going to think of you, I don't know. I'm like, I take the free ride. I don't give a shit. I'm here to, I'm here to ball son. I'm, I'm here to party. Um, this is a game at the end of the day. And I'm going to have fun, and I'm going to tear the roof off tomorrow. Hungover as shit. Call call for the ride. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't know how that's even... In every one of these cities, there's always an Uber. These aren't small towns. Right? Ubers, taxis, whatever's running. Yeah. There's something. doesn't make yeah. sense. And that's what I got. Real. 
Boom. Awesome. All right. Well, we will roll into Rio's Randoms, brought to you by Bose Power Washing, um, located in Belmont, Iowa. Hit them up for any of your needs, cleaning needs, uh, power wash decks, anything like that. He also moves snow. Uh, so give him a shout. Lawn mowing, gutter cleaning, yep. all that works. Anything you need. All right. Shout out to Bowshart. Tonight, if you had to get rid of alcohol forever or caffeine, which would it be? Oh, damn. It, for me, it'd have to be alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do like I do like my caffeine. It gets yeah, caffeine is like uh, alcohol you could... You can accidentally make alcohol. You're not really getting rid of it. You just accidentally <laughs> make it. <laughs> so, but not caffeine, no. Uh, there's, yeah. there's no way, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But so goddamn, we, Zimpro, we Zimpro so drove me to drink. So We work a third shift job. Now, if you work in just a straight first shift, would it be different? No, I'd still need coffee in the morning. Okay. I need something to kind of wake yeah. me up. Because I'm not a morning, morning person. Not that more early, not, like five. You're not a night person either, I found out. I am too, <laughs> unfortunately. Second shift would probably be the most ideal to be 100%, but that doesn't work with family life. Right. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but for if I'm first shift, 5 o'clock in the morning, like if the job started at like 7 or 8, there'd be no problem. I might not even need caffeine. But 5 o'clock in the morning, yeah. I need something to wake my eyes. I swear to God, it, the crust doesn't come out like that. need the caffeine to loosen it up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Yeah, so we're all kind of on board. Yeah. What is the worst job interview you've ever had? I know what Chris's was. It was this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my interviewee was naked. (laughs) Well, the problem is, you see how you deal under pressure or aroused, whichever happens first. I was trying to hold back laughter from seeing that little thing. That's fine. Flopping around down there. It's all about me, baby. Man, I haven't had myself. I haven't. I interview pretty well generally, but as far as I've interviewed a lot of people in my life, and I haven't seen anything too crazy. There's some dumb answers people give and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the funniest thing for me is uh, when I work down corporate life down in Des Moines. The emails people use on their resumes. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes they're so dumb. They made when they made them when they were like twelve. Yeah, and they keep it, and that's what they use forever, right? Yeah, like Misty Sex Kitty, you know, four twenty, <laughs> whatever, yeah. like crazy <laughs> shit. And you're like, is this the right contact what email? A, yep. Okay. All right, I'm gonna reply. Yeah. Hey, Miss Sexy Kitty. <laughs> right. It's you on OF. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you sound like a classy lady. <laughs> classy Karen. lady. Right now. Yes. We mean kitty. We don't mean like house of cats, do we? Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> what do you got, Jim, or anything? Uh, technically, I do. I I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't think I've ever not gotten a job offer after intervi- getting the physical interview. Yep. Um, I can give you one, or I do. I do have one where I did not get the job. And that's good. Hey, I want to lean towards because I didn't have the experience, but... It could have been how I was like slaughtering it too. Uh, Aflac in Forest City. I tried to go outside my box. Never, uh, never done that before. I'm uh, what I what would like to be called a factory monkey, or yes. construction grunt work, make big buck for tearing your body. 
But I go there and go do that as this guy, and he's all sophisticated. Well, not sophisticated because it's a small town and shit, but you can still tell that he was looking for somebody that at least has flirted with this stuff before. And I didn't know how to answer some of that shit. I'm like, I, come on, bro. Just give me the pamphlet Hook for what the up. fuck I'm selling, and I get right? this. <laughs> like, damn, dude. Okay. That that was that that has to be my worst because technically I didn't even get adding it. I can't remember if even I got a call back. I don't get turned down very often when I get the actual interview. Except okay. in the house, right? What? You don't get turned down very often except in the house. I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just don't even try. Then I can't. <laughs> then, I can't then my batting percentage stays where it was in high school. There you, <laughs> you go. Know. All right. So I'm you're not wrong with you. Yeah, I uh, I think I've gotten a job, at least the offer everywhere I've been. But I had a one interview that was tough and not on my part. But the guy interviewing me, he uh, it was at um, Jack in the Box. All right. And so a high school job. And uh, he's like, he's just sit down. Oh, welcome here. And he's got this massive, just runny booger coming out of his nose. And he keeps on deep sniffing. And it would go up and it would pop back out and, like, kind of be dripping down his front lip. And he would, it would suck back in and then drip back down. Oh, my God. Homeboy had a lisp, too. So that was, <laughs> that just made it top, cherry on top. Uh, and then he's like, all right, well, we offered a job. And then he asked me how I feel about drug paraphernalia. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, because some of us guys are kind of well, into that. I was like, what? Well, I'm like, well, what? I was going to say, well, what do you use? <laughs> yeah, it depends. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I got some LSD in the back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> hey, I thought you were just talking about some rolling papers. Right. What's that? What's that movie? He's like, uh, yeah, it's all generic. He's like, Mets are not generic. Well, it generically grows in my cousin's basement in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was pretty tough. I ended up turning it down and going across town to uh, Taco Casa. Yeah, <laughs> Taco Casa. Not Jack in the Box. He kind of, he kind of blended right in. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you end up getting boned out of that job, too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, didn't you train your replacement? I trained my replacement. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I wonder if she's still there. Miss her. It was, yeah. Classy. Classy. Uh, what do you got? And for my last one, if you had to choose an animal to help you win a fight, which one would it be? Yeah, okay, uh, land or water? Where are we at? You get, yeah, you do have to trim this down a little bit. Just on land. Okay. I'm going first. Fucking kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kangaroo. <laughs> fuck some people up. Dude, have you seen them? They're mean as shit. Oh, yeah. I get it. Kangaroo's nice. I'm going to one-up your kangaroo with a fucking gorilla. Okay? <laughs> you okay. son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. That that was gonna have to be the move there. I'm like, what a dick. All right, I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna try to think of a different one. Um, spider monkey. <laughs> yeah, come at you, <laughs> spider monkey. Like, um, how about, dude? Dude, you took my fucking name. God damn it. All right, Jimmer's got gorilla, and. I think I'm actually going to go hippo then. Oh. Hippos are mean as fuck. And yeah, you get are. a little combo too. Yeah. You get a little combo just because they do need to go in the water. Yeah. <laughs> you got a little ATV all purpose yes, sir. fighting animal. I was okay. going to say, I was actually going to say as a backup, uh, I was going to say a tiger. Okay. Heaviest cat there is. 
Okay. Wreck some shit. Carry right. a fucking deer up a tree. Those kick. Nah, yeah, not a tiger. Maybe a, a leopard though. No, a tiger can. Really? Yes. I, I, every video I've seen is like a leopard, like a black leopard. Have you uh, seen? There's them? a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen yep. a lot of those yep. leopards. Black leopards do crazy stuff, like pull alligators out of the Nile and stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. And that's what I got. Boom. All right. So your weird law for the evening. Let's go. Do not molest butterflies in Pacific Grove, California. <laughs> I, I usually stay away from the molesting uh, game. Hold on. <laughs> Say I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> What's the situation? It just says when the monarch butterflies make their annual pilgrimage to town, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give them wide berth. Look with your eyes, not with your hands, people. You're not supposed to touch the butterflies, but it clearly said, do not molest butterflies in Pacific Grove, California. Yeah. Have you ever been to one of those towns where apparently they stop through? Grapevine, Texas, they do, and uh, they have this whole big thing in the summer, and, you know, they release them, they catch them for, you know, a couple hours and let them go, stuff like that, and they come in. It's a whole big festival, crazy big thing. Okay. Um, Can you molest butterflies? You can't touch them. You can't can, touch you them? You can. Oh, can. Okay. You so can. you can molest them. Yes, you okay. can molest You can't them. molest them in Pacific Grove, California. Gotcha. So just hands in your pocket, Jimmer. Hands, hands in your pockets. Hands in your pockets. Doesn't mean you can't tongue punch it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you <laughs> go. yeah. We got to watch Jimmer's hands in his Damn, pockets. How, how weird of a thing you got to call out. <laughs> like, we've had, had some situations. I know. I had his. Uh, I had the attention as soon as he dropped the word. There's certain words that make your ears perk up. Good, bad, whatever, or what the fuck is about to be said. Molest. When you start with one of those words up in there, that gets what? your attention, right? Who? Sodomy. Usually right. that will happen. Yeah. Jerry Sandusky. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sandusky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's what I have for mine. Alrighty. Boom. So uh, I'll do the it makes sense tonight. Ooh. Perfect. And uh, it's actually great. This might be something you were with me on. Oh, like so it. you'll have to let me know. But uh, here's the deal. We were at a bar um, in good old Mason City, Iowa. OK, and we were visiting a friend we hadn't seen in a long time. Actually, he just happened to show up at the bar. Um, this friend lives in Florida now. OK, and uh, so to this point, we haven't seen him in like 10 years either. Like right now. But back then it was a while. Saw him there. And uh, we're talking and everything and having a few drinks. And he's like, yo, I got a pig that barks like a dog in my backyard. (laughs) And I'm like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, that's the weirdest thing to say. Like, what? And he's like, no, I'm dead serious. He's huge. And he barks. And I'm like, you fucking do not. Like, what are you talking about? So this went on for a little bit, and finally we're like, all right, well, I'm going to go see this pig, right? Like, let's go check it out. No, really. were, were you there that night? No. Okay. So <clears throat> so this is where I learned about what he had going on in his backyard. Uh, so we go to his backyard, and his backyard's fenced in, and then, sure as shit, there's a pig pen in his backyard. Apparently in Mason City, you can have a pig <laughs> as long as you have a pig pen set up in your backyard. <laughs> okay. And this fucking guy had one. And so we, he's like, you have to be quiet. He's sleeping, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> How fucking big is this thing? What are you talking about? You know? So we get in and we kind of sneak up or whatever. 
And there is this motherfucking thousand pound pig sitting in the pig pen in his backyard. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? This thing needs to be at like the state fair. I'm like, okay. Like, so he barks though. Like I'm still not sold. Right. There's there's no way. Right. He's like, no, I'm fucking dead serious. Watch this. Or no. He tried to get me to slap his ass, and I was like, I am not doing that. <laughs> First off, I've seen this <laughs> no movie. Sir. No, sir. I'm like, I have seen this movie. I am not doing that. So he tried to fight me, wouldn't do it, so he's like, all right, fine. So he goes up, work as hard as he can, slaps this pig in the ass, and I don't, this size pig, man, they got straight up alligator mouths, right? So he's fucking, rock, 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 rock. he's legit barking at us, dude. What the Fucking what? barking. Huge fucking teeth. He's got the tusks and everything. And he's barking and he comes and I'm like, I'm like shitting my pants. I'm like, what the fuck? He's barking at us. And then he realized it was this guy and he like calmed down or whatever. And we're like, why does he bark? Like, what the fuck is going on here? It is the weirdest thing. So we're out there and it's actually pretty cool. I don't know if you've ever seen a pig like, fucking shotgun a beer but they'll straight up take the whole beer the can and everything and they're gonna eat that shit oh, hell yeah. um so it was kind of cool but the story he told us around it was uh his parents they bred pugs right and uh his dad used to work at one of the animal places there in mason city uh like a pet pet petco or something like that and uh when he was working there somebody dropped off this baby pig and at the time like size of the palm of his hand they're like i can't take care of it i need you guys to well the store was basically gonna throw it away and he's like i'll try like i'll see if i can save him you know whatever and his dad brought it back to the house and nursed it to health and this pig was raised around these pugs so when he was little he he would run and jump on the couch and do all that (laughs) stuff like inside the house insane but the crazy thing about it is it was the, supposed uh, to be a pot belly. I do remember that, right? Because they didn't they didn't know it was supposed to be a full grown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is state fair. I'm not yeah. even state fair. I, I had oh, I had seen shit. this, but they thought it was supposed to be a pot belly. Yeah. So the um animal like control in Mason City or whatever was like, Hey, if you ever need food for your animals, just let us know. So they would get extra dog food and he'd eat dog food. And to that point when I went there, he would still eat like tons of dog food. I'm talking hundred pounds of dog food a week. What? This pig would eat right at Holy that point. Cow. So he grew up around dogs and everything like that. Pretty soon, too big for the house. They finally set up the pig pen. Fucking insane! And this this dog or this this dog it might as well be <laughs> dog. This pig was so big and he was scary as fuck. And I'm like, I he would kill me. Like, and so the joke back then was always like, if we ever you know need to bury a body, we just feed him to the pig and nobody'll know, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so. Easy and so after that point, at some I don't know when, I talked to him and I'm like, so do you ever figure out how much he actually weighed? And he's like, yeah. So a pig that size, they don't actually like weigh. Somebody will go over and do measurements and stuff, and he was over a thousand pounds. Holy cow! Yeah, humongous. And <laughs> they so there were I I never saw this, but people told me that him and his dad would and they're both big guys. They're both very large gentlemen at yeah. the time, right? They would actually take a car chain. And walk him around the neighborhood. <laughs> what the no hell? shit. Yeah. yeah and get his uh, exercise in. it was it was so th- sometimes they would have to let him out in the backyard to clean the, pe- the pig pen. And uh, one of our good friends, uh, Mr. Nate York, was there 
right? And he was not ready for what was about to happen. <laughs> so they let the pig out, and he fucking runs straight at Nate, straight at him. And Nate is actively shitting his pants, and he turns around and just punches him in the nose as hard as he can, and he backs it off and just goes to play. <laughs> this fucking 900,000-pound pig just running around, frolicking in the fucking backyard. Frolicking in the, in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> Come Holy out of shit. This- I like his reaction, like just put punches him too. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I don't know what to I don't do. know what else to do. I'm probably not gonna outrun this thing. So yeah, so uh, that dog fucking a pig that barks like a dog. <laughs> dog pig. Wow. If you don't think about it, words of wisdom. If somebody tells you that, it's probably true. That's a fucked up story to make up. Right. <laughs> right. Words of wisdom. Make sure you know what you're buying. Or taking it. Or taking the, well, they, they were always proud of it, though. So it didn't, so it isn't like they were like, oh, shit, after it kept growing. They're like, what do you do? proud of that thing. I mean, then the, you just go, hey, we got bacon for a while. <laughs> some bacon, some here's, ham. Here's the weird, besides the pig barking, the weirdest thing about that story. Have you ever seen pugs um, try to make babies? You know, have you ever seen them get it in? Yes. They're angry. Uh, I, I know this because my dad and my ex-stepmom used to do the same thing <laughs> and you watched <laughs> no they had one they she had a pug and we had them mate with one of their dogs they're mean dude yeah they are mean so they had we had one. to lock them in the garage in this little corner they're really like the female does not want that and she, it is like a very mean process <laughs> holy yeah. cow yeah so they had one boy in a i don't know how many females and the boy would do anything Anything. They'd be basically almost sitting on the ground and he'd slide under and try to pump one out. Like it did not matter. <laughs> yeah. But the females would fight once one of them was about to get it in. And it was the most disgusting, vicious thing I've ever seen in my That's life. crazy. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> educational purposes. If educational. You're pugs, right. We're now educational <laughs> podcast. And I, I wish it, we could do in a whole episode on stories about that family. They, Oh yeah, man. Very interesting. There was a top five and I will give you that right now. There were, uh, Every year, the Globe Gazette, the newspaper over there, used to put in the top five places that took on police calls. The top four were always some version of a store whether or the school. Yeah. So usually like Walmart, um, Shopco at the time, um, Kmart was still around. It doesn't matter. Name the store. And then there was like one for the school also. Well, every time they come out to even do any version of checks is, you know, even if it's not a call in, they still chalk it up as that, right? Number five on the list was this residence. <laughs> they called the cops on each other when they get into it. What the hell? Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. On everything. And they you you cracked the top. You know what, how many numbers you have to get? It was like 100 and what was it, 147 or some shit? Insane. That's like almost half the year. Almost half the year you're calling. Every other day almost. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. But... Yeah. Yeah, that's my, it makes sense if you don't think about it. I love it. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Man, I, I had to, I'm like, how have we not talked about this one so far? <laughs> but, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. You got yep. anything else, boys? No. No. No, I we're think good. that is it. Beautiful. Well, I guess everybody that is listening, don't forget, we've got merch. We've got the merch, uh, shirts. We've got stickers. We've got hats coming, hopefully in a few weeks now. Should be February, um, but we're pretty pumped about these hats. We've been waiting on them for a yes. long time. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so keep a lookout for that. The podcast, if you don't know this, let's say you're watching on YouTube. The podcast is available where, Jimmer? Everywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple, Facebook. I think there's one called like 
Bleaker Radio, Breaker Radio, whatever. Google Podcasts, YouTube, as you so eloquently put it. And come listen. Beautiful. Enjoy. Give share. us a listen. Interact. And when you share, do interact, like, post. You post know it. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need oh, some more comments. I did have one. Okay. What, did, you guys, you did you guys want to do that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Funny story? Or do you want to wait till Friday? Funny story. The one with Will and his daughter. Oh. Let's do it Friday. Friday. Let's do it Friday. Yeah, let's we'll do, it Friday. do it Friday. Okay. We'll bring up some funny stories and shit on there. He brought up one with his daughter, a uh, little sassy with the mom. It'll be thoroughly enjoyable. That'll be enjoyable. We can all relate to that. Yeah, yeah. You know it. But as Jimmer was saying, definitely make sure you interact, uh, comment, everything like that. Even share a story. Uh, if you've got to make sense, some funny shit you want us to talk about, yeah. it all goes down. It all goes down in the DMs. Yeah. In the DMs, no, baby. You know it. That's right. So make sure to hit us up. Um, I think that about wraps, wraps it up for us tonight, guys. So this is 3 Gig Sports. We, we out. out.